everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a South Asian interracial relationship and lifestyle podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. This week, it's going to be a solo episode. But before I get into that, I just wanted to say thank you for those of you who came out this weekend to the Trivia Nights. It was so much fun. I got to meet a handful of you, which was really cool. And it was a different type of experience. It was being behind a microphone, but with a bunch of people in the room. And I'm usually, like I am right now, by myself and often talking to myself. So it was really nice to sort of experience a different side of what I guess being a speaker can be. I don't know if I've ever referred to myself like that. Hmm. But um, it was super cool. Thanks for coming out. Um, for those of you who love stationery as much as I do, I've updated my Etsy shop, Disha Mazeppa Designs, with a whole bunch of new, mostly Ted Lasso cards because I'm obsessed with that show. I, I'm not even sponsored by Apple TV, but like Ted Lasso is the most fuzzy, warm, feel good show I have watched in a long time. And I think in the six months since I've discovered it, I've rewatched it like four or five times because it's just so comforting. And if you need a feel good, warm and fuzzy show, that's also pretty funny. And just like every character is endearing. Check out Ted Lasso. I am not sponsored by them, but I really like the show. Okay, so for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about relationships and the people in your life and how important that is and how I think it might be one of the most important things you do is maintaining the relationships you have in your life. Um, So we're going to get into that. But without further ado, here we go. So I'm sure you've all heard the term or the phrase, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And that is true, but on like so many levels. It's not just about like business or your career or opportunities. Like, yes, we'll get into that part. But I think more importantly, it's about the people you surround yourself with and like nurturing relationships because I think as I've gotten older, I've realized how important the people you surround yourself with are and like nurturing relationships and that being such a cornerstone of just like your quality of life. And a lot of research has also shown this, that the people you're like your ability to have a community around you, this idea of a village is one of the biggest indicators for health span and lifespan. People who have great relationships and surrounded by people who, you know, make them feel loved and supported and that they have a community to go to for different things that really adds to longevity and health span. So, and the older I get, the more this resonates, you know. I, first of all, I hate New Jersey. Living in the state, it is brutal to feel like you are poor no matter how much money you make. It is so expensive. Like besides New York and maybe California, I think New Jersey has got to be one of the most expensive states to live in. And it's brutal. But guess what? 
I have all of my family and my friends here. And unfortunately, I'm not going to give that up to go live somewhere else. And, you know, maybe I will. Maybe I reach that point of fed up with this state one day. But for now, the one thing that has kept us here has been the people. Because I can't tell you how much of a weekend warrior I am not. And I understand my life and schedule is a little different than most people's. But just the fact that, like, I don't just have my parents and Michael's parents within a five-minute radius, but we also have two of my best friends live less than 10 minutes away, probably five minutes. And so my week isn't like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend where I can go somewhere and see people. It's like I am surrounded by people all the time. And not just that, I have multiple friends that probably live within 15 minutes. And so my week is broken up with like, oh, Wednesday night, we're going to go to trivia night together. Like literally we go to a local bar restaurant or we'll go to Singo, which is musical bingo. And if you haven't done Singo where you are, you should absolutely do it. It is so much fun. But, you know, we or we just like stop by like sometimes in the middle of the day, you know, some of my friends work from home. And if I have time in my day, I might just go and have a coffee break with them at like two o'clock for, you know, 45 minutes, go hang out on the couch, chat. And it has added so much to the quality of my life. And I think the older I get, the more I value that because I look at where I was in my 20s. And so far, 30s, by the way, have been fantastic. Highly recommend um but it's hard to explain how much of a 180 life has done since i was in my 20s and for so long just like hammering away at the path and never looking up and i think sometimes we can get lost in that chaos of just like got to get a great degree got to get a job got to work 40 hours a week got to get a career got to climb up the corporate ladder do other things and while all of that is important and itself it is you know important for sustaining you know things like money and being able to live it's not anywhere near as important as the people and fostering the relationships around you like taking the 15 minutes to call someone and make plans and actually stick to them. I don't understand what it is about younger people, and that includes me, like millennials and Gen Z having like weird FOMO about committing to plans until like the day of. Y'all need to stop that. Like as a group, we need to agree that like we can just commit to a plan two weeks in advance and stick to it because I I don't get that. But anyway, I think that's where having people nearby has been a huge impact because I can literally text someone and be like, hey, do you want to get coffee with me or do you want to go to the gym? We're all members of the same gym. Like giving them 15 minutes notice and showing up and it keeps you consistent at the gym. It means I get walks in regularly. It means I have a social life and I don't have to live for the weekends to see people who add so much light to my day. And I think when I was in my 20s, especially when I was working all the time, I didn't have that. I feel like I rarely saw, it was suddenly like, oh, I have this job and I finally make some money and I got my own place and now I have 
no one to hang out with. And like a lot of people will move away from home. They'll move to other cities and states for work. And if you don't have a village around you, building one is really hard as an adult. It's not impossible, but it is tough. And I always say, I'm like, if Mike and I were to leave the state to live somewhere more affordable, like, yeah, sure, we could probably afford a big house or something, but I'm like, it'll be empty. There's no Sunday dinners and stuff like that, you know? And that's what adds to it. Like, in our place, we have Sunday dinner. It's an pretty much an open invite to whoever wants to show up. Everyone knows about it. And some Sundays, it's five people. Some Sundays, it's 12 people. In the summer, we open up the patio and the grill and the pool. So numbers exponentially grow because people know there's a pool and also there's food. And But it adds so much. Like, instead of, I think, one of the biggest things for me, because I've been pretty open about how hard understanding and coping with spending money has been for me. One of the things that's been the easiest switch is thinking about the money I spend as an investment. And one of those things is like Sunday dinner. It's like when you have 10 people there, like you have to think about groceries and all of that. But it doesn't matter at all because on a Sunday night when everyone is here and we're laughing and we're having a good time and we're playing games or just lounging around, like those are, I guess, what Instagram now calls a core memory. It's those moments that just make life worth living. And I feel like there's so many people that put off living until they're like retired. I feel like in the generation before us, and even it seems like millennials too, where it's like they're always working and they have blips of fun. So it's like, oh, I work all the time and then I'm a weekend warrior or I don't make time for anything and then suddenly I take a vacation and that's time to live. And I'm like, life happens every day. And if you make life livable in all of these moments, then you never really have to escape it. And I think the older I get, the more I see people trying to escape their lives and trying to, you know, numb or fill whatever hole they've got with things like drinking and things like drugs or just like running away instead of just like creating a life that they're happy to be in and don't feel like they need to run away from. And I think the relationship building has really been a pivotal part of that for me. And this also goes for like text that friend, that friend that you'd love spending time with plan a coffee date, plan a dinner date or a brunch, whatever it is, and spend the 20 bucks it's going to take once every, what, two or three months to see them spend a couple hours catching up. Like, when do you ever leave those situations feeling worse? You always leave those situations feeling pretty good. And it's always worth, again, it's like money invested in a relationship. And If you're not surrounded by those people, if you feel like you don't have that, it's never too late to start building that. And I think when you're a brown girl, a lot of us are kind of taught that like you can only trust other brown people or more importantly, you can only trust your family. And so then we have all these trust issues of getting too close or reliant on other people and then we become 
scared to ask for help, scared to maintain relationships, feel like we have to keep everyone around us at an arm's length. And that just makes you isolated. And it doesn't add to the quality of your life. And it can be hard to break out of that because so many of us are taught that you can't trust people, especially if they're not South Asian or Indian or Gujarati or Hindu or whatever. And it's just not true. And But here's the thing, relationships are a two-way street. So you can't keep someone at arm's length because you don't trust them, but then expect them to treat you with like unconditional support and love and all of that stuff while you don't reciprocate that. And I think I've talked about this before about being that person who's just unabashedly supportive. And I'm so lucky that I have friends that are all like that. Like at this trivia night, a bunch of my friends bought tickets and came and you guys already know most of my friends are not brown. And yet they came through anyway and they bought a ticket and they showed up and they helped out and they they were just there because they were excited for me. And I was so grateful for that. I can't even tell you because they don't watch Bollywood movies. They don't speak Gujarati or Hindi or know any of these references, but they had fun and they showed up and I want more brown girls to have those friendships, to be surrounded by those people who can just cheer for you and genuinely be so excited and happy for you. But you can't get that if you don't put that out into the world. And that's what I mean by unabashedly supportive, because what you put out in the world is what comes back to you. And that's where sort of my belief in the universe always conspiring in my favor comes from is just like if you put out in the universe like this is what you want or these are the sort of relationships you want then it comes back to you tenfold and that's where I think that saying of it's about who you know not what you know that really resonates especially if you're someone who's very driven in your corporate life or in you have a business or you're trying to build something, all of the opportunities I've had through this podcast is because of the relationships I've built. While you guys only hear the conversations I have with my guests here, there are tons of conversations that happen when the mic isn't on. For some of my guests, I have spent years building online relationships with them before asking them to be a guest. And for A lot of them, it might be the first time I talked to them was when they're on the podcast, but guess what? I keep in touch with a lot of them. Yes, there are some people who reach out to me to be a guest and it's kind of a one-shot deal. They're in and out and I never hear from them again and that's okay. But when I put out into the universe the type of people I want in my life and I treat people like that, I've been able to surround myself with those people and pretty easily weed out the ones who maybe I should keep at arm's length or learn how to create harder boundaries around certain people where I'm like, this is not the energy I want. Um, and But you can only do that by putting yourself out there and being the kind of person you want to surround yourself with. And that means sometimes you're going to be disappointed. You just can't take it personally. Keeping in mind that like literally nothing is personal is is like a mindset that I think more people should have. I think these days 
it feels like everyone takes everything personally and it's like so boring and annoying. But if you don't take anything personally, it is so easy to like go through life like water and just like flow on through and let everything roll on by you and kind of be unfazed by a lot and just like take the good with the weird and the bad and keep on keeping on instead of holding on to everything. And one thing about relationships, and I know you've all heard me talk about this, is like the South Asian habit of holding a grudge for like 70 generations. We really have to stop that. You can't possibly maintain relationships with people by holding grudges and then being like fake to their face. This whole like, let's pretend to be nice to everyone while talking shit about them behind their back. Like if you are anywhere near or past the age of 30 and you're still acting like a mean girl, you're probably not listening to this podcast. But if you are, it's not cute. Like stop doing that. You're literally irrelevant and you're just being an asshole. And guess what? Those people, the fake mean girls, the clicky ones that act like they're still in high school, their friends are also like that. So they've just attracted a bunch of people around them who are just as fake and two-faced and mean as they are. So don't worry about it. Let those people go. Let them be. And if you are one of those people, grow the fuck up because it is fucking too late for you to still act like this. Like, grow up. I want to say that to actually more people than I know, but that, that I want to know, but it's true. I feel like every time I end up in, not every time, but there are still a lot of that catty, mean girl, clicky high school bullshit. And I'm just like, I get you weren't cool in high school. And then a lot of us were late bloomers, but you can not be a piece of shit to people. But that's a story for another day. But yeah, in terms of your corporate world, like here, I don't have a lot of experience in the corporate world. But I can tell you right now, being someone who is likable and someone who people remember is generally more helpful than just being the hardest working person in the room. From what I've seen of the corporate world, it is very evident that it's about who you know and not what you know. Almost everyone I know that has a job got it because they knew someone at the company. I mean, how how many of you like actually got a job just because you applied for it online and you were qualified? Like, I know people who are completely unqualified for their jobs, but they just got it because they knew someone there and they kind of talked their way into it. Because at the end of the day, I would say most corporate jobs, literally anyone can do because they train you to do them. Like, I don't necessarily know that you have to be super like specialized in any capacity, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But again, at the end of the day, usually it's the people you know that got you you in there and then the relationships you build is what opens doors for you when you get there. This has held true for me throughout this podcast. Almost every opportunity I've had has literally been like they were a guest on my podcast or they I'm internet friends with them or it's someone I know in real life. The amount of people who have who like brought something to the table for these trivia nights this past weekend was unreal. They were almost all people that I knew. I don't think anything, at least that I brought to the table for planning this, was brought because I like randomly reached out to someone. It was like people that 
I already had built a relationship with, whether it was making the time to go see them and have a coffee or staying in touch with them or, you know, just being supportive of something they do. And we've built a relationship because we had a mutual connection, whatever it was, because I think what you have to realize is like what I always tell my guests, especially on this show, is people buy people, not products. And that's why your relationships matter and how you come across to people matters. And if you're someone who feels like awkward or like maybe we're not like socially so great at just like going into a scenario and being able to make friends, like one of the easiest tips for that is like just ask that person about themselves. At the end of the day, human beings are a little bit more than a little bit narcissistic. We love talking about ourselves. Like, I literally sit here and talk about this podcast all fucking day long and no one's even asking me about it. But if you go into a setting and you meet someone, just keep asking them questions about themselves because one, it makes them like you. That's just like a psych hack. But also it keeps the conversation going without you trying too hard and it makes you kind of memorable because all people want in this world is to feel heard. And if you meet someone and you're, and I get a lot of the times it's like, oh, what do you do? Which personally, I think is a really boring question. But you know, that's an easy one to start with. Or, hey, what did you do this weekend? Or do you have any vacations coming up? Or what's something you're working on right now that you're really excited about? Or whatever, like, ask an open ended question. And most people are happy to ramble on about it. It's easy to kind of just keep asking follow up questions. And you might learn something new and you might make a new friend and it's usually a comfortable enough icebreaker that it doesn't seem weird, you know? But that's usually my two cents if you're not someone who's particularly outgoing. And even just having a list of those questions in your head, I personally do best one-on-one with people, hence why I have a podcast. Group settings are definitely a little bit more complicated for me and a little bit harder to break into because people already have those social ties built. But if I can get someone one-on-one, even if it's for like, hey, let's get a coffee or just like bringing someone to the side to chat with them, like I can pretty much chat my way into most scenarios. That is pretty much how I've gotten through life is talking myself into and out of things and It's kind of a skill you garner, right? I wasn't always super social or outgoing. Quite frankly, I was pretty awkward most of my life until maybe like five years ago. Um, And it's so it's not impossible to gain the skill. It's just honing it and learning it. And again, if you maintain those relationships, they almost always come back to you tenfold. And a lot of people are happy to help you. Sometimes it's just like... This is another psych hack, like asking someone for help in a very minor way automatically makes them kind of like you a little bit. It's like this weird thing your brain does where you almost have to justify why are you helping this person, but you don't actually consciously ask yourself that. And it can be really minor. It can be like, hey, is there a restaurant in this area you really recommend? You know, you're asking them for something or, hey, can you help me move this table Or can you help me organize this corner of this, I don't know, if you're having a party or something? Um, It's like a funny little way. And usually if you're doing an activity together, so if they are helping you set something up maybe for a house party and you just met them, like 
if your hands are busy, most people can also talk at the same time. And it makes it a little bit easier to not to take the pressure off of like the conversation because you're focusing on a task. So if you ever needed a little bit of social help, that's usually a few tricks that are quite helpful. But I think I've made my point. Take the time to nurture your relationships. Find time to spend people that you care about during the week, not just on the weekends. And be the kind of friend or spouse or, you know, daughter that you want in return. Be the person that you want to be surrounded by. And that way you'll attract those people into your life. And sometimes you have to pull your head out of the mud and stop focusing so much on things. We spend so much time worrying about money and our job and whatever. And we forget that we can focus on the people around us. And it's a lot more fun. And it's usually a lot more rewarding and often comes back to you tenfold. I hope this was helpful. I will see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, Disha Mazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at dishamazeppa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email bwwpspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell.